0: Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. We're going to welcome Dave up to the front to come and speak to us now. So let's just, let's just pray first. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here and we make you more than welcome to come and join us and for us to join in with what you are doing. Lord, we thank you that you have gone before us. You are with us and you are encouraging us. So, Holy Spirit, we thank you. Come and touch hearts more and more. In these days, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I'm going to probably speak slightly differently to the notes that I've got. It just always seems to be that, that way. Uh, we were just praying uh, before, and uh, as well as the the, the the word about having a uh, an upgrade to us uh, at at Pentecost. So I want us to have an upgrade at Pentecost. But also uh, there's a story in the book of Acts where Philip, who was a, an evangelist, he goes out into the, into the streets. He goes to a new town, a new city, and he preaches the good news of Jesus. So he tells them that Jesus had come. He was the, the man from God. He is God. And that he died on the cross to save people from their sin. But to prove that he was God, he was raised from the dead. And he then was ascended to heaven. And then the Holy Spirit was poured out to give people, believers, power in their lives. And at the, in that city, when that message that Philip delivered, there were shrieks of people being as they were set free. There were tears of joy as people were set free. There were tears of joy as people were reconciled to each other. But the lovely line it says in that that passage, in Acts 8, verse 8, it says, And there was great joy in the city. So I pray this morning, too, that there will be great joy in the city of Matlock the city of Bakel, the city of Worksworth, the city of all the villages around the Peak District, the city of Manchester or wherever you are, that there will be great joy in your city as the gospel message goes out that Jesus Christ has set you free from your sin and given you a new destiny. What I wanted to talk to you about this morning is uh, the temple of the Holy Spirit. It says in, in the Bible that... You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So th- I thought the best way to do that is just to give you a little story of how I met with the Holy Spirit. So I'm talking about uh, some years ago. It wasn't a Pentecost day. It was just an ordinary January day. I had decided that I would go to this meeting. And these guys started talking to me, Christian guys, they started talking to me about God being a relationship with a supernatural God and that God spoke to people supernaturally because we are designed to be a supernatural being filled with spirit and that there was a spirit of God that could fill me. But I needed to come to Jesus and ask him to help me. And when I went home and I prayed uh, for for Jesus to, to come into my life, I felt that joy. I felt joy in my city. And that revolutionized, that transformed me. I didn't have to do and try to work these things out. He came and transformed me. I had to do some work with him, but he transformed me from within. I remember, I, I, I've just got a sense this again, this is probably where I'm di- going away from my notes that I had earlier, but this is. I, I feel very strongly that very often, and, and even the way I've just been speaking, we ask Jesus into our life. Actually, I think he also says, there is a temple that I'm inviting you into. It is already perfect. Just come, step in. To the temple of God. The temple is, the presence of God is, is there. We can walk into that presence of God because the curtain is torn in two. I, I've, so I, I felt uh, when, when I became a Christian, suddenly I, it was like my room had been redecorated. Let me put it that way. The old wallpaper, the psychedelic wallpaper that was from the 50s was now something eternal. A, a, a wallpaper, a, an environment that was so amazing, full of light, full of joy, full of... It, it, could not be made even, it could not have been perfected from what it was. It was fantastic. I saw people and I could see compassion... In them, I could see with my compassion for people, I could see the hurt in people, but I could see that there was a way that they could be transformed too by knowing the love of Christ and having Him in their lives. And this was just amazing to me. So I would say, be filled with the Spirit of God, be filled come in if you if you are waiting for the Holy Spirit to come to you, think of it differently. Think of stepping into his temple, think of exploring his temple. What I have felt in the in the last uh, few weeks and, and many of you will have struggled with with worship uh, we 've discussed it as as leaders several times uh, how do we get that sense of 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 worship and it's not the same when we're not together but we have to find a different way we have to find a different way of doing it and so I've I've been uh you know worshiping where I walk the dog when I wake up in the morning having my breakfast reading the word playing music as I work I fill my head with the with the worship of God you see what what happens is when you move into a new house. So when, if you like, when you become a Christian, you're moving into a new house. It's been perfectly built. It's been perfectly decorated. I've got my my children uh, often ask me to sign leases, uh, and it will say things like, "Do not play the music too loud." You cannot change the. You can't put things on the wall. Uh, Be respectful of the furniture. What I feel God is saying is when you come into that new home, that new temple of God. He has he has decorated it perfectly, but you can turn the music up. Let the worship of God blare out in your house. Enjoy. People around you. Also in that in that house, in that temple. I find it amazing that that just singing praises to God lifts my spirit so much and I can face the day uh, much better. So I, that, if you don't know, if you don't know the love of God, there is a really wonderful place that you can move into. It's already there for you. It is sinless. It is, it is perfect. And it's a place where you will find joy and peace. And if you join a church, you will find that that loneliness, there are people around you who can encourage you in your walk to learn how God speaks to you, to read the Bible and get that word of God. So in the temple, they would have taught the word of God. So when you are in in your home, as we all are at the moment, or in our gardens, read God's word let it let it nourish you let it encourage you don't let it confine you you are no longer confined to what the world has said God wants to change you but he wants to change the world around you wherever you go that's what you will do but there's a there was a I'll just tell you a, a, a funny story. Uh, when we, early in the, the years when I uh, became a Christian, just to put over this point that God sees you as a temple of the Holy Spirit too, we had a we had a lad uh, who'd come out of prison, uh, joined our church down in, in, in Tunbridge Wells, and uh, he was he was making his early steps of, of faith and uh, he'd given his life to Jesus but he hadn't finished smoking and he used to come round our house and he would uh, go into the carport that we had outside so he could smoke his cigarettes and uh, my, my son Nick who was around about six or seven at that time he went outside and he said to this lad who was called, called Dave Dave God doesn't like a sooty temple, and I knew that Nick didn't have that theology of, of God being the temple of us being the temple of the Holy Spirit, and it just amused me. But it showed me how much God sees us as being a temple of His love, and wanting us not to sin again, because we can, and we can ask forgiveness. But because we love Him, we are respecting that temple that we have moved into. We don't want to. You don't want to go into a new house and smear things on the wall. You wouldn't do that. You respect that new house. There is a there is a temple that your body is, your spirit has moved into, and it is. Uh, you are to respect that by by not continually sinning. But you can ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome these things. So I'm just going to, uh, I'll just give you the the theology of of Pentecost and then uh, we will finish with one one scripture. Uh, What happened was that after Jesus had died, he'd been resurrected, he'd appeared to the disciples And he met with them, and there were about 120 in this room, and he said, I'm going to go back to the Father now. And so he ascended to heaven. But before he went, he said to them, wait until the promise of the Father comes, the giving of the Holy Spirit. So Peter and all the other disciples were there in in that room, 120 or so of them. They were waiting for a week. They were in isolation, maybe partly because of persecution, but very largely because out of obedience that they were doing what Jesus has said, which was wait until the Holy Spirit comes. And then on the day of Pentecost, there was a mighty wind, and there was it blew through uh, their lives, and it changed them. And Peter came out with all the others, and he preached to them. He told the people of Jerusalem, the good news of Jesus, that they, these people had actually put Christ on the cross. He told them very bluntly, you have, you have crucified the God of, of the world, but there is forgiveness of sin. And there was a great outpouring. The Holy Spirit came on people. They spoke in different languages. There was a, it appeared to be that there was a fire on them they worshipped and 3,000 people turned and gave their lives to Jesus. That was the work of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And that is what we celebrate today. But Pentecost isn't confined to one day. It could be every day of the week, every time of the day, every, every place in this world you can be filled, you can be saved and filled and filled, and filled again with the Spirit. So I would just encourage you, continue to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Now I'm just going to finish with one scripture, which is from Romans. So I think it's up on the, on the screen. It says, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit. And if you have the Spirit of God living in you, And remember, those who do not have the Spirit of God living in them do not belong to him. Be controlled by the Holy Spirit. He is here today to do that. Move into that house, that temple of the Holy Spirit. Worship him. Enjoy his word and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray, Lord. Lord, I pray, just come now. People who are waiting for the Spirit of God to come on them, I pray they will make that step towards you. They will believe that you have good things for them. There are good gifts. There are people here uh, watching who uh, you have a musical gift and uh, you have been discouraged from using that God is saying he's, a, he's reawakening that, that spirit, that God-given gift that you have to create worship, whether that is writing it or whether that is playing it. People, there are people here to, as Phil said, who need to be reconciled to others. There's, there are tears that are going to come. As you are reconciled to family and friends. So Father, we just pray. We just pray, Lord, come. Move into people's hearts. We pray by your spirit, you will save people. Bring them into a joy, like that joy in the city. There will be joy in people's hearts. We will no longer have an empty way of life but a life that is full of power, full of joy, full of colour to transform our own lives and other people's lives. So I just pray that for all of you watching now in Jesus' name.